0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Value Line Observer with the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes.
1: And I'm Vern Value.
0: And we are 25-year Wall Street veterans who have gone underground, taken on secret identities in order to provide you with our candid views each week ...on a handful of stocks from that week's Value Line Investment Survey.
1: With cocktails.
0: You've seen our faces on TV. You've seen us quoted in the press. But our bosses would never allow us to give you our unvarnished views on the air. And they won't let so us drink we while we do this either. So voices so they'll never know. As you might be able to tell, it's a little late. Uh, on a, Actually, this week, Wednesday. Uh, so this may be a little looser show than usual. But let's just move ahead. Move ahead. The value guys forge ahead. Uh, see all our disclosures at www.thevalueguys.com, where you'll learn that this is for entertainment purposes only. It may not be entertaining. That may already be evident to you. And we have a lot of conflicts of interest. Uh, we're really I've Wall Street a analysts. Shows worth of entertainment. But we are uh, doing this as a hobby. It's the weekend. Although this week it is, and it's Wednesday. And uh, we're it's after hours.
1: It's probably the weekend. So some, in we some may other have
0: uh, you know a lot of conflicts. We do. We some, usually own these stocks. Sometimes we don't. This week I we're going to look at week, the so. July twenty fifth, two thousand eight edition of the Value Line Investment Survey. Although it's July twenty third, so go figure. Uh, anyway, we're back at the cabin. It's late at night. There's a lot of logistic issues this week. We're just trying to bring you the show. Well, we're, so that's where we're at yeah, right I, now.
1: I mean, let's let's just own up to it. We're taking the rest of the week off and. We want to we do the show, plans. and we have some other right. plans, and so it will be difficult to get the show up if that's we. That's a lot
0: of information for the people. Here's what I want to say. Uh, thank goodness it's been another uh, pullback from the window week for the value guys here on Wall Street. Things are looking better. The government basically has said they are going to uh, pay for the problems of oh, Freddie there and you Fannie. Go, yeah. And that gives everyone a lot of confidence in the banking system. And if you have confidence in the banking system, listen, if we're on our way to socialism, at least the banks are going to be safe. And even in socialism, banks make money. So I think people right now aren't, uh, uh, you know, feeling the fear they did a few weeks ago and some things have lifted. There's still a lot of great values. Uh, What else do I want to say this week? Oh, I I put up a site, a page on Facebook.com. This is Val. And I'm new to all that. And I think, Vern, you're supposedly getting a site, too, I'm, right? I mean, it's under construction. Yeah, we're all, we're, we're new. It's under construction. But I have... Uh, it's behind the veil. Have, it hasn't been unveiled right. yet. I don't know how to do it's it. That's the, the problem. behind the iron you veil. You do not know how to put that up. Anyway, uh, I've got 30 Learning, friends though. now. 30 friends. I'm very excited about that. And I, it's I've 29 been... 29 more than I have. I've been getting uh, familiar with the environment there. So uh, check it out. Anyway, I don't know what I'm going to do there, but we sometimes, like right now, it's telling you if you you go there that we're putting the show up right now. Well, you can tell people what's going on, so I've begun using it to tell people kind of when the show is going up. I want to put
1: up some photos of
0: ourselves. Well, go ahead. I don't care what you do on your Facebook uh, page. I'm just telling you what I'm doing, which is I'm going to inform the people when the show is coming up. It's simple, easy, and that's what I'm going to be doing. All right. This week.
1: Put it on your dashboard.
0: Uh, okay. This week, you know, it was an interesting week. I'm seeing a lot of good value here. And I'm just going to go through them in page number order as I, Val gives you that courtesy, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so starting out, page 1369. I thought I was going first. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. With Okay, back up Whoa. then. With a great oh, deal of ado. Okay. Uh, hey, let's because toast. we are at Vern's Cabin, uh, Vern value. For mm. in value, I'll be back in the back half of the show. I'm going to talk about Toro, got, no one cares. Crane, and Lehman Brothers, which is very controversial. Lehman—that's at the back half.
1: And now, for in value, I—I um, I always enjoy the um, small little write-up on the table of contents page of the traditional, the classic presentation of the value line investment. You survey. enjoy it, Vern? Well, it says especially noteworthy, and they usually include some of their you know, uh, sometimes most quaint ways of expressing. Uh, now, this week, it, it does very look like the, it's from the 50s. Sometimes. These seem, uh, these seem you know, more, these are a little tighter and seem a little more on point this time around, um, except it starts with <laughs> old friend, General Electric.
0: <laughs> oh, old my friend. God. <laughs> I, <laughs> An old friend? <laughs> the whole company? Uh, Isn't that the largest commercial enterprise for, uh, in the uh, world ten years. or something yeah. like that?
1: Um, it's been fan. added to the diversified industry. I think this is funny because uh, it goes to the whole Wall Street industry classification, uh, riddle, matrix, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, Just two weeks ago, we were discouraging you from getting involved with GE, and here it is two weeks later. It's back in the Value Line Investment Survey because they moved it from electrical equipment to diversified company. Maybe because they're getting ready to sell their light bulb business, which is probably the only reason they were listed in the electrical equipment business. Um, what? Anyway, That's that, silly. GE's back in. Don't waste any more time on they're it. They're back week in this week. That's than, crazy. Then two, you know, two weeks ago. Um, there are, on the other hand, two companies that make electrical equipment that are listed in the machinery industry. <laughs> that. Uh, Uh, One that I own, and uh, one that uh, we've talked about before, that I think are really interesting. Here we go with the strange classification. The first one is Middleby. It's the one I own. Symbol is M I D D. You own this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you don't know that, yeah. If you didn't, if you don't know this company, they make uh, I don't cooking equipment. Um, I think in the industry they call it food service equipment. But it's uh, things like pizza ovens. Oh, they that, make the ovens. That you sell to pizza chains. Did they do the Subway ovens, do you know? Uh, I don't remember an every individual customer. Well, oh,
0: that was a big account to somebody. I don't think it was them,
1: actually. Look, I, I, I'm going to get to my investment thesis please, here in a minute, please, okay? Please. But yeah. the point is that we'll they have particular expertise. Uh, Value Line says they make conveyor ovens, convection ovens, fryers, ranges, toasters, combi ovens, and similar products. In other words, everything they make cooks something. And when you start getting involved in a business or an institution that's preparing food and it can offer them uh, safer, uh, more efficient, um, higher yielding, and more importantly, faster faster food preparation. That's the key. You, uh, you can dramatically improve the productivity of the enterprise that you're dealing with and create uh, a sustainable competitive advantage, especially if you have a, a, a product sales solution that the, the, that's been custom designed for you. And Middleby is particularly good at this. Now, they have grown a lot through acquisition. They've built a really nice portfolio of uh, a variety of different businesses that serve this market. They have an international distribution business, about an eighth of sales. They have a food processing industry business, in other words, selling to um, large industry that, you know, industry, if you will, the food industry that pre- makes prepared food that's sold in supermarkets and the like. And then 75% of the business, which is this commercial cooking equipment business. And uh, the stock's cheap. It's 10 times, well, it's uh, almost a 30% discount to uh, the market multiple, according to Value Line, at $40, less than 11 times earnings. According to their forecasts, 10 times free cash flow. We're talking about cash flow per share around. In excess of four dollars, uh, the excess is the number that is matched up for capital spending per share. So four dollars of free cash, forty dollars stock. Gotta like that. Why is it so cheap? We'll stock down forty-five percent in the last year, in large part because of concern about the economy and a recession. Doesn't seem that cheap. Not going mean. to be building all that many new stores, I guess. Restaurants. Et Volatile. Those oven sales. Uh, Big clumpy sales. This company I mean, generates mid. To Bad mid-teens news. to 20s return on capital oh. and leverage that. Consistently? They, they have been, yes, for oh. the last six years. Value lines looking for them to sustain mid-teens Sounds okay. through this downturn that we're going to go through or now are going through. Um, the, one of the other things that I like about it, though, is you know can I find some other objective evidence that this stock is undervalued? How about a recent transaction in the space, a sure. somewhat larger company also making cooking equipment for these kinds of markets called, I think, Enodis or Enodis or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, being, or a horoscope. This maybe. was uh, a um, – the U.K. is very interesting how they manage takeovers when there's more than one company involved. But they actually organized a blind auction for this company, oh, this from public a legal company. Plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, two U.S. businesses bid for it. And the last sort of public prices were around 12 times EBITDA. This was uh, Illinois Tool Works and a company called Manitowoc. And um, the business ended up going for fourteen times. Why even is the
0: oven business getting such a good multiple? Well, because I, of
1: the productivity
0: aspect uh, to yeah, the product. Yeah, it's
1: seen as a an wow. above, solidly above GDP growth business. Consolidating, Ovens? extremely fragmented. No commercial cooking equipment. Commercial cooking. There, there's wow. a perception that scale well, offers major a major distribution and product support advantage. And product, you know, not only do you have the ability to custom design equipment for large chain and global chain businesses. Uh, But there's also a couple companies have demonstrated an ability to make a lot of money servicing the equipment.
0: Well, there's probably a cycle coming that's uh, more energy efficient, too.
1: Uh, Hugely important, right? And when you start talking about the operating costs of almost any food service operation, um, you notice when, like I said, for 14 times, um, if I have an enterprise value in the case of, uh, uh, of Middleby of about $950 million, there's about $100 million of trailing EBITDA. 130 forecast. I think there was an acquisition this past year that's being annualized there. So I'm going to bet that the number is certainly above 100. Maybe it won't be as much as 130. If I take just the 100, though, the trailing number, 14 times 100, a 1 billion four minus 300 million of debt, there's not actually that much, leaves me a billion one equity value. I've got 17 million shares. That's a $64 stock price, stock recently 40. If I could just get 12 times that number, the stock's above 50, and I've got a 25% return.
0: It's, oh my it's at
1: a low point here on fear of the economy, et cetera. It's cheap on a free cash. I've got a 10% free cash I'm flow just trying to
0: picture a sensitivity table in uh, my in head at this regard? moment. Well, that's regard? what you were creating for me visually, and I just was mm. –
1: Were you captivated by that? Uh, Well, no. Take a look at this M-I-D-D. I I think there's a good chance uh, that this thing uh, gets taken out in the next couple of years, and um, it's cheap on numbers that uh, are under some cyclical pressure. How much time have we spent on Middleby? Middleby, well, I own it. I need a lot of time to hawk the idea, right? Hawk it. I think
0: it sounds to me, Vern Value, like you may have a conflict
1: on that one. I'm very conflicted about this. You may have I, to disclose I, 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 that it was really hard. To, may ha- we may have to divulge your secret identity. You may have to divulge your
0: secret identity. I oh. want to ask the listeners to do a write-in. Should we d- reveal <laughs> the identity of
1: Vern Value? You can Why write to me
0: adve- because you may have an obligation right now. No, I Look I how much no time you use. Oh my
1: God! There were. I heard all of your caveats. We referred people to the web. Uh, to all our, uh, right whatever that was a lot of time to talk about middleby yeah you can just say ovens cheap okay. buy also it, in I the mean, machinery done. industry this industry uh, this week do we have whirlpool you know the company that makes I like clothes whirlpool. cleaning machinery well they now <laughs>
0: own the entire appliance
1: market worldwide according to the value line between them, them everyone's and, throwing the towel and, in, and the ge so business speak. which ge has just decided to spin out right um they would have about half of the north Not american market in home appliances spin out now, there's a lot of speculation that a higher would be the company that would buy this. But, you know, Whirlpool just bought Maytag back in 2006. Well, they and bought a Particularly Hoover. in an election season and the likelihood of a Democratic they administration. They bought Electrolux. It's going to be very difficult for, uh, no, that's not right. Electrolux is an independent public company based in Europe that owns the Frigidaire business. Well, who did they business. buy
0: in Europe? Oh, it was Hoover brand that was so, uh, so big in Europe. Um, they I,
1: I think it's going to be really yeah. higher, which is a company from mainland China from the people's About republic somebody in Europe um i think we'll find a lot of political resistance to buying uh the general electric appliance and light bulb business and maybe i'm wrong i you know i think electrolux makes a lot more sense they benefit from the strong euro us assets are kind of on sale um they could you know certainly... i think they spun electrolux back out that's what i believe happened oh from whoever owned it whirlpool before whirlpool bought it in the no, 80s no 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 no, no. In the 80s oh. yeah Really? That yes, long sir. Ago? Yes, sir. Okay. I uh, caution Val Hughes has been get it has been drinking. I have been, but who's been serving me? Anyway, that Whirlpool recently at sixty one dollars, according to Value Line, nine times earnings, a forty percent discount to a market multiple, on weakened numbers cyclically. You know, I mean, the consumer's under tremendous pressure, right? Yielding almost three percent, selling for about twenty five percent of revenue per share. Stock down about forty five percent from recent highs. And, I, you know, this is a company that's is sort of victim of being in the wrong place at the wrong time that will then, that'll cancel each other out and they'll be at the right place I'll at tell the you right something, time. my
0: friend. One of the most amazing bargains Can on the planet cocktail? is appliances. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, these washers were 500 bucks. With the bucks. price of gas? Now imagine they're if you had to drive, drive An iPod down, costs to drive as much down to the as river. a good You'd have to washing find a machine. parking place. It's one of the bargains on the planet in terms of how much time it saves you, and that's just Tends to mean a bad business for the people involved, doesn't it? So uh, no one's company, made much money. They here. bought
1: they bought Maytag in 2006, right? As the consumer is peaking, right? They add all this leverage to the balance sheet. They run into trouble, particularly in earnings. Return on capital goes from a high teens, twenties level to low teens, but still low teens. Okay, um, they're starting to get uh, probably wildly levered. They start levered working too, aren't on they? getting leverage down, uh-huh. right? And um, uh, what happens? The top line comes under pressure because the, the consumer's under assault. So that's why you end up with a stock down so much from, uh, uh, from uh, prior levels of this cycle. But what's going to happen is a couple years from now, the consumer comes out of this, leverage is down but still high, and I get top line turns around and all the work they've been doing on taking cost out of the base in order to maximize cash flow, flow so that they can pay down debt, Listen, I have an opinion on Whirlpool. Suddenly creates speak. a lot of operating leverage for them, right? I'd like to have a moment. As soon as I get done with the some point, argument, right? right? It's about sure. seven billion enterprise value. There's more than a billion and a half of EBITDA according to value line, reliably I guess. That's a less than five times multiple. At just uh seven times. Um, I'd be talking about stock over a Now, they got in a lot of trouble in Brazil. Do they still have a Brazilian a subsidiary? Maybe. Um, How about a finance arm? They got in a lot owns of problems. 12.5% and prime cap. You know, those smart people on the West Coast, long-term investors own 11%. Vanguard owns almost 6%. I, you know, um, if Electrolux could, um, you know, fathom GE... I, I'm not sure what their market capitalization is. Maybe they could fathom Whirlpool too. But uh, in, in any event, the American consumer is going to want to buy new washers and dryers what, what, and refrigerators eventually. And uh, what's
0: Whirlpool your recommendation
1: too. on that one, Vern? Well, I don't know cheap. where you're at on that. It's, it's way it's undervalued. Cheap. Okay. Okay. Last there's no idea, growth
0: though in the okay. business, really. Not right now. No.
1: Okay. Um, no, it'll be cyclical. Cyclical. But no, we want to be the consumer's been you know being crushed since '06. 2009 will be the third down year. I mean, we don't have to wait that long for this to bottom out. I'll just say to you, sir, that back in the 80s, these guys were
0: contemplating the world washer. And they Mm -hmm. were going to, you know, for India and China and all these places. That's 20 years ago. These places are finally ready to buy that product. Do they have it? Yes, they do. They do not have it, sir. That's what I'm going to suggest to you. Where is it? It's not in the numbers. That's been a
1: big disappointment to me. And if they have it, that would be additive. All right. Great. Thanks for making my case. Did I make last stock? No, I don't know if you did or not. Okay. I gotta do this quickly because I'm running out of time. Besides, I didn't do much preparation this week. I'm well underprepared, um, so no problem. Uh, my last one, I'm gonna a uh, little confounding here. The valuation statistics are not as cheap, but I think you gotta really the people you gotta take a look at Danaher, symbol D H R. Um, I, my official recommendation here is going to be uh, the stock will be available on dips that are created by mass hysteria about recession and is the earth going to implode. And when that happens, like you've got to step is that up. that going on? Yeah, yeah there's something right. going on right now. You've got to step up and buy quality here. High-quality company with high-quality franchises in a uh, proprietary operating system known as the Daner business system that uh, is uh, considered the model for other companies to follow. I I think they probably, uh, you know, GE gets a lot of press for uh, management systems. These guys outdo them, I would argue, or at least people are smarter than me. You're right about that. Say that they do. Stock's down around 20% from the high at the end of last year, still a 15% premium to market at almost 17 times earnings. And I calculate about 12 times gross cash flow forecast by Value Line for 09. But as they point out, the balance sheet's a little bit under leveraged because the, the very stable businesses, High em- uh, big emphasis on uh, uh, razor razor blade businesses uh, could sustain more leverage than twenty five percent debt to cap uh, at thirty five percent debt to cap you 'd have another billion dollars you could invest and these guys uh, are better than anybody else at uh, wringing value out of acquired businesses. If you go back to two thousand and one, you know the stock actually generally on average held up very well, certainly compared to other industrials Burn,
0: can I ask a question But you can
1: see there were a couple months. When the stock, you know, in I panic, when everybody that. thought the world was ending right after 9 yeah. 11, it was available on sale. Yeah, exactly. you know, what do you A want quick to say? question. Go ahead.
0: Is there anything this company does that any listener would recognize yes, there whatsoever? thank they, you. They because we're just losing businesses. listeners in droves right now. <laughs> I'm falling asleep. What does Dan or her do? What does Danaher do well, for unfortunately, me? Unfortunately, this is one Why of these things. Why do I care?
1: They're about listed Dan. in the diversified, diversified. industry in value in Damn are. it. <laughs> Please don't. That way. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't think that's a I'm sorry. And at the camp, I hope we didn't offend anybody. Well, I hope we didn't offend any of our I listeners. Hope not. I hope not. I hope you haven't offended uh, what anyone. What are we talking about? Well, Danaher. What, do they do? what the heck? One do of they the problems do? with the diversified companies is they change in and out of you know different industries and platforms all the time. So I'm looking at the uh, description that ValueLine supplies here, and unfortunately, it's not very current. It says Danaher makes tools and components. Well, God that's man, that's true. that's true. That business is one of four segments that they report. And then it accounts for less than 15% of total revenue. And it says they also make process and environmental controls. What? Which they do. They have a professional implementation segment that's about 30% of revenue. Do they have a brand that Uh, I might recognize? Have you ever heard of Tektronix?
0: I have. Have you ever heard of Fluke? Uh, F-L-U-K-E? Yes,
1: I have. Oh, how about that? Now we're getting somewhere. Have you ever heard of Gilbarco?
0: Uh, I've got a pass on that one. Oh, well, all right.
1: But um, they have major—they have a major presence in what's known as, uh, I mean, this is a test and measurement instrumentation kind of platform. Uh, as I said, over 30% of revenue in businesses generating more than 20% operating margin. Are these guys in Cleveland? And organic growth. It sounds um,
0: like they probably are.
1: Solidly positive. You know, I don't know where they are. Where are they? They're in Washington, D.C. Okay.
0: I'll bet they were in Cleveland at one time.
1: Um, a lot of see. acquisition activity in this space. Uh, margin's still high, despite... You know, having brought stuff in that um, um, they have a demonstrated track record of being able to improve stuff that they bought. They also have a medical technology segment, which value lines. the only other business they mention in their write-up, says that it, eh, it's been doing mostly heavy lifting. Uh, you ever heard of Cybran Dental? I have. Oh, yes. Yeah.
0: That was a giant product for the distributors at in, one point. Uh, in, uh, They must have bought that
1: five, six in years professional ago. Professional and medical optical products. You ever yeah. heard of Leica? Uh, I have the camera oh, company. Yeah. Okay. Um, so these well, guys are these guys are huge in very high tech medical businesses. Glad I know that now. Their second quarter they just reported the three platforms in medical generated high single digit, high single digit, and mid teens organic growth. Okay. This is a segment that's about thirty percent of revenue. And generates about 13% margins today. That's your best part of today. the story. Why aren't you leading with that? Um, That's, good. That's good to know. And then there's a couple segments of that now. are industrial businesses that aren't growing right now that together are about 40% of revenue and below average margins, if you will, compared to the rest of it, um, but yet are doing reasonably well. And here's some names like VideoJet and uh, maybe you've heard of Cole Morgan. Remember when that was a publicly traded uh, company? I made a lot of money in Cole no, Morgan. No, you did? Yeah. Uh mechanics hand tools uh um, never spoke of it. Um, right? Now if you want brands people have heard of, here's the thing that Value Line spends all their time talking about, because these are the companies people have heard of, but again, ten percent of revenue less than that I, I mean twelve percent of revenue less than that of operating income. Um Matco Tools like competes with Snap on right? um, Allen as in Allen Wrenches, major supplier Soft. of craftsman hand tools to Sears. Wait a minute. They make Cobalt oh, they hand, to private label okay. hand tools. For Lowe's, so um, hmm. Stanley has the uh, Husky brand at uh, Home Depot, but Danaher has the business at Lowe's and Sears, in hand tools. I'm really starting to get a sense of the Danaher name now. Uh, so for... you've you've got some you know sort of high techy kind of conveying it well um, now. You know, and to call it industrial technology almost kind of businesses that uh, you know is never cheap. But um, a very are high they earning a margin on these growth. names.
0: Are they earning money on this?
1: eighteen uh, percent um, operating margins wow. as far back in time as you can see. Wow. Return on capital Aren't ranging leading between with nine is and fifteen percent. And um, right. so you can buy it for ten and a half times EBITDA, but with a bunch of balance sheet capacity to go add some more of these kind of businesses. Now that we're While in, industrial I, I like assets are on sale right now. Because of recession fear, et cetera. So, DHR, Dan Hurd, check it out. I'm sorry. We're in the 24th minute. What? But we, well, we started a minute late, maybe. But. 24, and now it's my
0: Why turn? Are really
1: good stocks this week. Oh, my God, Vern.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully, by now, you've known that you should just fast forward through Vern's entire well, segment. I think most
1: people do. I don't know. Anyway, you do? Okay. I think the mail's running about two to Let's one. Have,
0: are we going to do a... Oh, I'm Listen, sorry. We get some mail. that Beverage No break? one cares how long this Beverage goes. So, no, except no, us. Uh, really so my wife cares. i got to get home, man. Okay. It's Beverage a long break.
1: drive, too, with no uh, lights Listen, on the roads. we're and... 24
0: minutes into the show. And so anyone that's still with us is really a Corliss. Wake up. And what I want to ask you to do is go to this Facebook page. I'm entranced by the Internet.
1: Entranced?
0: Entranced. Entranced? And... St- be my friend. I'm needy. That's why I do this show. I have a lot of issues, ladies and gentlemen. I just want you to know. So, you know, if you can come be my friend, that would really help me out. And Vern's supposed to be on. Look for
1: Vern Value, too. But I've
0: looked for Vern Value, and I'm not seeing Vern Value out there. And can't I can't see my profile. I don't you don't have, a have your photo up there. I don't know if it's you. There's a lot of Vern Values. You'd mm-hmm. be surprised how many. There Vern are. and T. Uh, listen, I don't want to get into all of it. All right, Bernalian. so values, we're getting to the good part of the show. We're going to give you some good value ideas, and, now, and we're going to give them to you fast. I'm going fast. to turn it over to the
1: analysts. analysts.
0: <laughs> no one's even listening, and you've said that before. Okay, listen, for <laughs> a year listeners. year and a half ago. I know. I just want you to know, I want to tell you, I'm going to have to go double up on the caveats tonight. I'm going to double up on the part about entertainment purposes only. It may not be entertaining whatsoever, but the part about not knowing what we're talking about, that may be very valid tonight. Vern's been over-serving me ever since I got here. He's like, look, let's take a couple days off. Let's take a couple days off. You know, we'll take the families. We'll go to the cabin. We'll hang out. Suddenly, I see, you know, martinis being served at at an alarming rate. So hold on a minute. Mm. All right.
1: Well, you drink some of your (laughs) martini. Okay.
0: Okay. So let's get right into it, now that Vern's left me with a few minutes to speak. Time's up. Uh, Toro, page 1369, ticker TTC. And I want the listeners to appreciate that I do give you the page numbers. Don't you own this? And I do own it. Oh, okay. I do now, own it.
1: And now we're back I, on, Huh? how conflicted are you?
0: Well, I, I'm up front about owning it. And I, an, I was up front. Here's why I own it. It's a great, it's a great idea. Here's my theme. World wealth, which we're seeing, okay? What's happening is, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the newspaper. Step back, okay? World getting richer, other countries learning technologies about productivity, all the people getting to some sort of equilibrium on, you know, per capita, you know, uh, GDP. Are you chanting? No, I'm just. No, okay. I I be. channeling, <laughs> channeling. So what's happening is other countries want what want what, what we want. Ask a friend who's from somewhere else and say, "What do you guys want? They in, want what we in terms want. Of
1: stuff. They want our stuff. stuff.
0: They want our stuff." Okay. Toro's perfect. Worldwide wealth it breeds two things, two important things: lawns, <laughs> and this dates back to the, the need to, cut to the royalty of Britain. And when you could keep goats away and all that, you like you were wealthy because you could have a lawn. No, you know, weren't growing food on it. It indicated wealth. So now we have lawns, and everybody wants a lawn. You need to cut it, okay? And secondly, lawns what else? are going out as because water
1: is becoming more and more scarce. Its use water is going to is become ration same People aren't going to be able to grow a lawn.
0: Water. They're going to convert a to rock on gardens. Water. Would you relax? There's no problem with water. Let me get back. Lawns and golf. Okay, golf. Why golf? I don't know. I'm not a good golfer. It's kind of a park with a mission the way you I look at it. Somebody told
1: me that there are 60 golf courses uh, within like 25 miles of Las Vegas. Great. In the That's middle good. of the okay. desert. they're all Toro customers. Here's my point. The demographics of the world
0: are moving toward lawns and golf. Toro has a giant market share and i can't be more specific than that because uh value line is it is the giantest. it's at least fit yeah it's over 50 percent and they've moved the market beyond price it's more about quality they have the best cutter for greens they can get down to you know some sort of quarter of an inch or an eighth of an inch remember 70 percent of their business is commercial the toros that you see out in the marketplace that's 30 percent of their business it's really about Another getting the brand well-known and that sort of thing. Their core business is commercial. It's uh, golf courses, municipalities, and not only the lawn cutting, but they also do the irrigation and the watering, so that's a good business. These guys for you know, the last six years have been putting up 20 mid-20s percent returns on capital. They lever that a little bit into the 30s percent return on equity. This is a great company. Margins in the mid-teens, that means proprietary. And what's happened is the stock is down from 63 at its peak last year to 30. Nothing's Hmm. changed with Toro. Oh, that sounds like Whirlpool. uh... Nothing's changed with Toro and its place in the world of wealth and golf and (laughs) lawns. We've had a little consumer slowdown in America, which is getting to be a smaller piece of the world. And their brand is carrying over into other cultures. I think we
1: have a high market share in lawns, though.
0: Well, we do, but the growth in uh, India and China is pretty high, and they are maintaining their share around the world. Oh, yeah. the They're trading. Thing, here's okay. the thing. They're trading at seven times gross cash, nine times free. That's 11% cash-on-cash cash return. And what I mean by that is my cash income, to all? me— uh, as a as a percentage of what I'd have to pay to own the whole company equity and debt, mm-hmm. and Value Line says they're going to grow earnings at 10%. Um, okay, I'll accept that. That means I've got a 21% return on Toro over time, and the stock is basically down. You know, nearly 50% because the U.S. is down so in one year. So
1: even 20% upside is only claws you back like this, a quarter of the way. to me, is a complete the no-brainer. Eye. Their balance sheet's
0: very clean. It's 30% debt, yeah, but because of no-brainer. the uh, stability of cash flows, it's 14 times covered. That's not to say they might not be down as the rest of the world, you know, has a little slowdown. But I think this thing is uh, a great long-term, uh, you know, Company will gain share and get a little yield okay, here. Okay, let's move on to Toro, the Urinal GTSC. Company. Okay, Crane, what Crane? You say I think you've said that before. Now I do remember saying this before because you've so you've said talked this about before. this stupid crane. company before. I don't think it's a stupid company, but it's, let me well, just a give my case. Company, let me give my case. Yeah, go ahead. Let me give my case. Oh. Right. All right, uh, this company. Let's pretend we don't know it, or know what they do, or know their name, so that we can. All men them. are familiar okay? with the Crane I, name. I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Uh, porcelain return, products okay. what segment is that let me just tell you what value
0: says they do and they do it in order of importance to the top line okay, okay?
1: Uh-huh.
0: all right let me move on number one construction mm. okay mm-hmm. aerospace that's not the ceramic stuff defense that isn't and other industries no i think it's in construction. care manufacturers industrial pumps valves other fluid control devices. Mm, fluid control. So listen, if you want to do, uh, leave your now. bathroom humor for your Facebook mm-hmm. page, my friend. Okay. Let me give the people a well, good I'm idea just here. people. Listen, I don't. Fast forward through Vern's experience. Uh, look, they're putting decision. up
1: mid-teens
0: returns on capital as far back as the eye can see. Not every company does that. However, they're doing it. They lever it a little bit. They're putting up a twenty percent return on equity. That's a great number, and they're putting up. Uh, Operating margins in the low to mid-teens, and that says proprietary to me, whether it's the brand, their distribution, their quality, their price points, their economies of scale. You know, I don't know. I don't know the company that well. They're trading right now at um, eight times gross cash flow. Again, that's an earnings yield that attracts me regardless of what they do, Vern, okay? Uh, And nine times free cash flow. That's 11% cash on cash. Well, what they do has something to the
1: to do with the growth rate that they can yeah. sustain, well, doesn't Well, according it?
0: to Value Line, mm-hmm. they can sustain an, an, an 11% percent growth rate, okay. and that's at 11% cash on and total enterprise value return and 11% growth. That's low 20s. Crane. Okay, what does Value Line say? Well, things are sluggish. Obviously, they're facing a sluggish U.S. economy, record fuel prices, increasing foreclosure rate. Oh, my goodness. But that was in the paper. Ladies and gentlemen, so I think we know that. I think the stock knows that. Um, aerospace spending, well, with fuel prices where they are, I've I looked guess at this guy before. Aerospace kind of... is like
1: ten percent of the company. Okay. Or something. it's a uh, footnote. The
0: stock's down thirteen percent. You know, it's about fluid handling, and again, not to keep talking about you're India the one who keeps and bringing China. up the world to handling, handling. But, handling. but <laughs> it's not me. Uh, when people <laughs> gain wealth, they want fluid handling. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me on that. Uh, I think they're going to. Wow. You must move in different now, circles. I think they're going to be do. a fine company moving forward in terms of their market shares and returns. They've shown a long history of they're that. They're apparently really good uh, at handling low 20s return. your fluids. Look, would you stop it? <laughs>
1: yeah, How old are you? Come Nine. on, my friend. Crane,
0: CR. Okay, finally. Wait there was something. And hopefully, no, hopefully you, you fast-forwarded, you fast-forwarded through all this, and I'm going to just, you know, the beauty of this doing this like we are, mm-hmm. I can completely erase Vern's side because we use separate mics. No, yeah, they are separate. Channels, I do the so production. You just... You're gone, Oops. my friend, with this type of stuff. Okay, I, wait a Brothers production. How much? What time? What number are we? We're at? in the 89th minute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me 30, just. 30. We're almost 35. minutes. Oh my God! Okay, finally. Lehman Brothers, ticker L-E-H. <laughs> Speaking of lottery Can I tickets. just have a moment? Yeah, sure. It's not a lottery ticket, my friend. We've done a lot of work on this in the shop, mm. and we're not on the sell side that just uh, <laughs> will happily shill for anyone that pays a fee. We're investing our own money and
1: people's money. For how many years did you so, work on the sell side?
0: Uh, too many to remember, <laughs> uh, but uh, I knew when to switch, my friend. Let me just say, Lehman Brothers, L-E-H. Here's what I like about Lehman Brothers. Well... I'm a little afraid of Lehman Brothers like right now. Too. They are trading at a low. Uh, the stock was at 79 in '06. It's now at 13, <laughs> according to this. But I, uh, they're up from here. That makes me want to buy. Maybe they're it. at 15, or just, you know, a lot of stocks have been up a lot. But here's the point on Lehman. Great We've gone company. through this in some detail in the shop, mm-hmm. and of course the fears are that they're highly levered and they remind people of Bear Stearns because they're levered 30 to one on the book. <laughs> Bear Stearns was levered 33 to 1 when they had their accident. And uh, even in the marketplace, the enterprise value in terms of the market cap of equity plus the debt on the books is 163000000000 billion. Mm-hmm. They've got $9 billion of market cap against that. So what that means is if the hundred and sixty-three there's been a mistake, and it's really worth 154 <laughs> Ouch. You're out of business as an equity holder, so that's all risky. But if we look at some of the parts, and this isn't true just of Lehman. There's other great firms that have this, too. I took a long look at Goldman today yeah, I think that's as right. well. You said you were going to do uh, Goldman. And I looked at them as well. I think the thing that I like about Lehman Goldman is, versus Goldman, well, Goldman talking about buying the gold quality. standard. Yeah. But here's what I like about Lehman. Let me just say, first of all, they have a brand, Lehman.
1: That's, You're trying to hit a home run. Uh,
0: like, no, not at all. I'm oh, trying yeah. to be a little risk-averse because they own something called Newburger Berman, mm. which uh, Value Fun Line makes a uh, very small note of as a little thing about an acquisition. But Newburger Berman, and I wish I had done some homework here because Value Line doesn't give me the number I need to know. Well, we're trying Assets to encourage mani- our listeners to do the homework. I'm just trying to tell a story mm. about Lehman, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, it, we're trying to encourage our listeners Excuse to Excuse me. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Newberger Berman, I think, has a lot of assets. It could be $500 billion. You know, I really should know. I don't own this one. I'm doing work in the shop. But that's a key number. Uh, Value Line's reporting 67% of their income is interest income. I think they've miscategorized that. That could be the fee income coming from uh Newburger Berman Newburger Berman is a centralized sales force a bunch of brands of asset managers around there they're very diversified from any individual problem any individual issue or investment so they basically have a sales force in an era of the baby boom and growing wealth feeding into a bunch of little boutiques it's a very well insulated money manager is what i'm getting at and that provides an anchor to the lehman value now goldman owns some assets too they have a bunch of assets and they own I think Eagle down in Florida and a couple of others I'm mean, you know I can't quote the Goldman Sachs asset well that but the problem with all that is an investor not that Goldman's not great but it's one brand one name Lehman diversifies that across dozens of names in the asset management business and I like that a lot as a risk uh, avoidance approach to this business um, and you can value those at three or four times revenue. I don't have a revenue number here on those businesses. But if I can just look at the book value of Lehman, Value Line predicts $35 this year. That's down from 40 last year, so a $5 hit to book. All right, well, let's let's triple that and take it down to okay. 20 Okay, take it to 20 That's fine with me. Book is meant to reflect the actual market value of the assets, and most of these assets, both on the uh, liability side and assets, are market-to-market. Right, wow. and so that's the book that experts are trying to get right in terms of current right. value. The stock's at 13, or it's probably higher than that now, 15, 16. Book is at uh, maybe 35. That's a buy. You've got the Newburger assets to anchor on. And, you know, did Lehman make some mistakes? Are they going to lose some money? That's an unknown. But my theme here is wealth meets brand, and the near-term earnings yield oh, is so goodness. high about that you don't <laughs> – you don't, you don't know everything here, and you don't need Is to. Is that it's, three, finally? No. Oh, I'm L- sorry. Let me just finish I up that here. Out loud? Uh, it's. Uh, you know, I wish I had a good cash flow number for you here. I don't. I'm just basically valuing this on book.
1: Oh, the I think value line. The- they, Half
0: the book is the asset manager. I'm guessing a little bit here. value Line
1: struggles to get the right numbers in front and of so, you for the financial uh, companies, they, they especially, especially the They give programs.
0: you this breakdown, but I just think it's not right not because they're the not accounting for the Neuberger assets. But anyway,
1: well, you Lehman Brothers. Assets, you don't get assets under management I, separated yeah, from no, you, other assets. Exactly.
0: Right? So, you know, Lehman, though, I'm just going to go on book. Smart people are trying to get the book right. The book is at. Forty right now, going to thirty-five. Speaking Socket of forty, 15, that's the minute we're
1: at. And Lehman uh, Leh, I'm okay, going to call so that a buy. I, I, you know, in the front end of the show, my recommendation was to take a look at the new GE Danaher. Not you know, forget old GE, but our favorite idea and something I own. So I'm really conflicted about saying this. Is Middleby M I D D. My favorite's Lehman Leh, thank you. Oh, that's crazy. We'll see you next week. Sorry about the length. Not crazy.